you can be receiving information and you're just, it's not making any sense. And then you get out of the session and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, that was my mother. And I totally, <laughs> totally forgot that that was, well, it, that's why you want to bring a pen and paper though, because yeah. Like I said, you may not know everything about your loved one, but you may take really great notes and then be chatting with your sibling and your sibling can affirm what you didn't know and be yes. like, oh no, that yeah. message was for me. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Peschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. When you hear the word mediumship, what comes to mind? Maybe it's a movie like Ghost for the Sixth Sense. Or perhaps it's all those ghost hunting shows you see on TV. Mediumship has a lot of different ways it expresses itself. And today we're going to cover some of the basics to help you get familiar with it and answer some of the most commonly asked questions. We are saying we're mediums. So what is a medium? Why are we mediums? What does that mean? And that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah. Like just put some words on it. <laughs> so it's more tangible, right? So you kind of know this is kind of mediumship 101 understand, right? Like intro, intro, intro to mediumship. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll layer it up as we go. But today let's just say, basically, what is mediumship? What is mediumship, Andrea? That's a good one. That's a good one. So mediumship is when the medium or even you, if you're not a medium, but when you reach across the veil to communicate with spirit and spirit is an energy and it can be specific, right? A specific energy as in a loved one, but it's connecting with the other side. It's not a psychic reading. That's huge. Cause there's a difference, right? Like there for me, when I'm doing mediumship, it's like, I'm talking to someone like, like mm -hmm. having a conversation with them, right? Like they're there and we're, I'm posing a question. They're answering a question. Mm -hmm. Right. But for my psychic stuff, it's like, I'm watching a movie and I could be talking at the movie all day long, but the movie's still going to play out the way the movie's playing out. We're not interacting that that's how it works for me. Like, yeah, no, that that's a good, that's a good description because the mediumship is we are interacting with another energy. Another We're energetic being. It, yeah. Right. We're not doing mm -hmm. it independently or individually. Right. And so how does it work? Like, I know that's a really, I put that out there and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a loaded question, but like really right. basically, Andrea, okay. how does it work? So let's see in the 60 second answer. Right. I mean, really, <laughs> really. Right. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> right. How does it work? Uh, the basics, it's about energy. It's about vibration and the medium is you're, you're meeting in the middle. So the medium has to raise their energy. And that is, what's the word I want to use with that? I mean, it's, it's, it's a, you have to, there's a basic, you can't just jump into something unprepared. And what I mean by unprepared is not grounded, not cleared, 
you know, not ready to work, not intentional. Right. You're, you're charging yourself up yes. so that you're raising your vibration up so that they can come down to you and you meet in the middle. Yes. And that's where the communication happens is in that in-between space. In-between space. So I always kind of see it like I feel myself literally lift up through my center. The top of my head tingles as it opens, right? And those mm-hmm. higher chakras. Mm-hmm. And then I, it's almost like you feel that energy reach down and they touch. Yeah. I feel like I go up in an elevator. Interesting. I shoot up out of my body and like, there's like a meeting space somewhere in there and I go up, up, up. And I feel myself going up, up, up and like feeling that energy build. There's a, like, it's like a, yes. a building, right? Like mm-hmm. a pressure, but not on a down, it's a pressure up. And then, and then I feel like someone enter my energy, enter my space. And then I know they're there, but that's how it works right. for me. Like they that merge, they merge in, right. Yep. You know? So, and kind of, so son, it's kind of the same thing. Only I go out of the top of my head and then I feel it. I feel it hit that way. So, um, that's how we're shifting vibrations, right? Right. But there are different types too, though. There are different types. Like, so your intention of what you're doing, you have to have intention, right? So there are different types. So the first type is physical, physical mediumship, as I know it to be, is when something physically happens in the space, like it's kind of what you think of back in like the 1800s turn of the century where they were all sitting at a table, they were having a seance and like, they were having like the ectoplasm. They're sitting in those oh, what spirit boxes, the spirit boxes. I'm going into trance mediumship, right. As a group to produce physical sensations, the seances, right. Where the table's moving or sometimes even I've seen it where their faces change, right. Yeah. Like, like where they, their face, the medium's face changes. There's something physical happening with them, right? Like, have you ever um, seen that? I've never seen that. I saw it once, but it was like such a brief flash that I'm like, did I see that? Was that real? Well, so I saw just my head. <laughs> right. In the face, like the face changing, the physical mm-hmm. changes and going into trance, but I have never seen. I've never seen ectoplasm. Correct. I have not seen ectoplasm. Now I have not put myself into places where I would see that. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I haven't gone to the places where they're doing physical mediumship and tables are moving and horns are playing in the air. I've done table tipping, okay. but I digress. We can talk about that another right. time, but it's a physical thing happening where everyone sees it. It's out in the world, yes. right? It's out in the world, but now I'm not a physical medium. No. And I don't have really any interest in training as a physical medium, not because it's not really interesting. It's just not my jam. Right. Right. No, I agree. I'm just not interested, but I do consider myself a mental medium. Okay. And let's talk about, I mean, what is a mental medium? Well, I guess, I don't know, like it happens. The experience happens. I'm not bringing forth any physical sensation. It's happening around me in me. And your physical sensation is happening in you. It's not a table moving. It's not a table moving. Right. It's not like a light flashing, like, you know, it's evidential in that I'm having a conversation with a spirit or an energetic being, right? And they're sending me information and I'm relaying that information to someone who's sitting across from me, right? The person that I'm reading for. And, and, and you're bringing through like all different kinds of things, right? I mean, Andrea, you bring through. Right. Lots of I'm also things. a mental medium and mm-hmm. mental mediums use evidence and mm-hmm. messages to share with you the spirit that they're connected with. Yeah. Memories, mm-hmm. personality, special dates. Um, um, I see how they look. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. I see how they look and sometimes I don't, it, mm-hmm. it changes. I think Jessica sees most of the time. Sometimes they show me exactly what they look like. And sometimes they're an imprint or 
the idea like of it. The light, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not like a photo. Sometimes it's a photo. Sometimes it's not for yeah. me anyway, knowing how they passed. Right. Knowing how they passed cause of death. Now I feel that physically in me. Right. Exactly. I feel, I feel that feel physically, but I'm not making the person across from me feel it, but I'm physically feeling it in me. It's how I can figure it out. Yes. Me too. You know, that's how I figure it out. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they merge with you. Like they come into your inner, they merge with you and they give you all this information so that you can under like, like proof that it's them. Right. So that the person sitting across from you says, oh my gosh, there's no way you could have known that. Right. Or identify, and they can identify them and they can identify them. And then, you know, and then I bring through a message after, after we identify. Right. So sometimes when spirit comes through, it's like, you know, you come through and they'll, you know, it's a father, like, you know, Mm -hmm. it. Right. A father energy. Right. We're going to say father energy because (laughs) could be grandfather, could be Mm -hmm. person that was like a father, but sometimes, sometimes we do the energy and sometimes, you know, exactly because the person, the spirit tells you. Right. So it really changes based on the, the spirit and their communication style. And I should say that when we're talking mental and evidential mediumship, we're talking crossover loved ones because I do mediumship with other energetic beings. That is not that. So, so when we're talking evidential and mental mediumship, I'm talking someone you knew in this lifetime that you loved that has passed and they have crossed over and they're coming back to communicate with you. Yes. We jumped into this so fast. We didn't even, right. But there are other types of mediums. Like I am also a spirit guide medium and an angel medium where I can connect with angelic beings and your spirit guides, other people's spirit guides. Right. And you do some fun things. Right. That I don't so, do. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. So spirit guides will come through in the readings um, and angels. I do. I do it differently than Jessica, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, but also star beings I connect with or ascended yeah. masters, any energies. I have a, a repertoire, <laughs> a repertoire, a repertoire of, of spiritual energetic beings. Now they may work with just me, not necessarily with my clients, mm-hmm. but they're still a part of that work. Yes. I understand. Okay. I, I don't connect with my own guides when I'm doing a session. I just connect with their with guides because their guides the are the experts in them. Like, exactly. so my guides just hang out and chill with me. Right. <laughs> just, so they're hanging out they're with you supporting yeah. that process. Yeah. And you and I are going to the spirit guides of the person we're working right. with. Right. I'm not asking for information from correct, but you know, I think one of the biggest deterring factors is people get nervous about sessions. And so they don't book one. I find that people are like, I'm so nervous. I almost didn't book because I didn't know what to expect. So I want to just talk a little bit about that. Like, what can you expect in a session and, and how can you prepare for it? No, okay. it's going to be different. Cause like, I think our sessions are wildly different <laughs> and we work very similarly. So any medium you go to is going to have a different thing, but I think you can prep and set yourself up for success by taking some space and some time to put your intention out there, right? Who do I want to connect with? what am I hoping to get from this session? Right. How do I want to feel when this session is done and just taking a few minutes, even if you want to just write it down or, you know, but just pulling that to the forefront of your mind, I think can help feel like you've got some direction to go with, right. You know, grounding yourself before you go in to have a reading done. Oh yes. So that you're grounded. Otherwise I'll ground you for you. but it's more enjoyable if you do it yourself, but you know, centering yourself, taking a moment to like breathe deeply, right? Like now don't flow from your day into a session, like create sacred space for it. Like take a minute before, definitely take a minute after. Cause you're going to want to take it. You're not going to want to like 
go run and pick the kids up from school after having someone no. leave for you. You want it's, a space to like digest it and to like, you know, it really is for me. It's your, your sacred time, right? Your time with spirit and please don't drive while doing. <gasps> no, my gosh. I, no. I know. Don't try. It's not, it's, it's not safe. And it's also is you're not going to get the best reading that you could get because Mm -hmm. you're not present. So sessions can work different ways. Right. And it's because you spirit and the medium, and the more comfortable you become, the more open you will become. And open means that you're just allowing this to unfold. You're open to the connection happening. So when you come in with a medium and choose someone that resonates with you, if you need to research them on their website, do you feel comfortable with them? Yeah. You need to feel relaxed and comfortable with them if you're going to do this or it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Reach out. If you have questions, ask them before you book the session. Mm -hmm. And then what I've noticed in a session is people are either afraid to say anything because they don't want to give anything away. Do you do the yes, no, I don't know? I do. I do the yeah. yes, no, I don't know. I'm, okay. So the yes, no, I don't know is as the information is being shared with you. And let's, let's step away for a second. You are the sitter, the client, the person who's coming to have a mediumship session with the medium, also known as the reader in this situation. Mm-hmm. So these are the terms you'll hear is reader and sitter. So as the reader is sharing the information that they are receiving from spirit. So whether that be pictures, words, mediums receive different way because they're Mm -hmm. using their own skills plus how the spirit brings through the information, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a three-way, it's a three-way telephone conversation. It's going to be different every time. Right? Different every time. Yeah. But for me, I think it's really helpful if I give you a piece of information don't fill it in for me or try and make it fit. Please don't. We can right. have a conversation about it when we're done. I just want to know, is this a yes? I get this. I know what this means. Don't elaborate on it. Just say yes or no, I no. don't know. I'll go back to spirit and I'll dig around. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, which you may not. You may not know. Like we can't right. know everything about our loved ones. Right? It's so like, funny you said dig around. That's what I say too. If I get it, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I have to go dig around. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, sometimes the no's are, or the, I don't know's are yeses. It just hasn't come through in a way, or we haven't presented it in a way that you're taking it. And also, you know, that deer in the headlights thing that happens, or oh, we call it, yes. we call it psychic amnesia. Yep. So mm-hmm. as the sitter, we could be telling you information and not just we, I'm talking about all mediums. I've okay, done you, it. Yes, I've done it. I've done it myself as a sitter. You yeah. can be receiving information and you're just, it's not making any sense. And then you get out of the session and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, that was my mother. And I totally, <laughs> totally forgot that that was, well, it, that's why you want to bring a pen and paper though, because yeah. like I said, you may not know everything about your loved one, but you may take really great notes and then be chatting with your sibling and your sibling can affirm what you didn't know and be yes. like, oh no, that yeah. message was for me. <laughs> Yeah, that's and the thing. So, so taking notes is helpful. Um, let yeah. me ask you, Jessica. So mm-hmm. how do we work? I use right? all my clairs. Okay, I do too. It varies. It depends on the client and it depends on the spirit. 
So tell what are what are Claire's right? Like, oh. I know well, that's they're, a they're whole other topic. It is very briefly, they're how you receive messages from spirit. So you can be a feeler, you can be a knower, you can be a seer, you can be a hearer where you hear things. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be a smeller and a taster. I have that um, when I'm doing mediumship. Yes. But it's, it's how you receive the, the information. And for me, I use all of them, but some of them step forward more predominantly than others but it really depends on the sitter and the spirit, honestly. So I also use all of them mm-hmm. and the same, it depends on the spirit and the sitter and how they, how they work, how they communicate, how they process things. Right. I think overall, I can generally say that it's like sitting for tea with someone for me. It's like, I sit down with a nice cup of tea and I'm going to have a conversation and I don't know everything when we start out, but by asking the right questions, I can get the information and relay it to the sitter, right? I'm just okay. having a conversation with the crossed over loved one. We're just chatting. We're just right. chatting. So, right. We're chatting. It's so interesting. You said sitting with tea because they're always standing when they come to me. So I feel like we're standing together, having a conversation. <laughs> so it's so funny. You're, you're sitting, having tea and we're standing together <laughs> saying, you know, kind of in my mind, I'm like, how can I help you today? Like mm-hmm. what's important? I'm saying that to the yeah. spirit, you know, right. what's important for you? Well, what wants to come through, you know? Yeah. And I think I want to say one last little tip for yep. getting a reading. Don't be so set on a specific person. Good one. That you block every, that you, you refuse to see who's coming through for you. Like I often will have like a warm up spirit come through that will help you figure out how to navigate the system. And there's someone that like, you know, and you're like, that's so interesting that they came through. i never would have expected that. And they pop through like in real short. And you kind of get an idea and a feel for how the session is going to work. And then when they step back, they've kind of opened the door for maybe that spirit you really want to connect with, you know? So maybe your uncle comes in and then your mom comes in and that's the one that you really put the intention out there for, but she comes in second. So don't panic if the person you want to talk to doesn't come in first, doesn't mean they're not going to come in. It just means like sometimes they're shifting the vibration. They're opening the door. They're helping you understand how it works. So you're really fully present and landed. And in the moment, by that time, that really special person comes through, you know? And for me, I don't know that all mediums would say this. So I'm, there's my disclaimer for me, as we know, we're working and maybe other spirits are coming forward, or there's someone that you really want to connect with. I just say, tell me, and then I'm, you know, most mediums are able to go out there and, you know, the thing is, is you don't have to find them. It's almost like you shift your focus or ways. Yeah. You shift it's like your a room gaze of people and, and you just kind of scan the crowd and you're like, yes. Oh, there they are. <laughs> right. It's not that they're not there. It's just that you're, it's kind of who steps forward, who's in front. And sometimes you have to look behind and it's mm-hmm. not, it's just simply an energy. It's, it's yeah. Simple. Well, I do find, I do find no matter what those spirits going to bring what you need and not, yeah. not always what oh. you want, but they're going to bring what you need in that moment. And oh just my be gosh, open yes. to it. Thank you, you know, Jessica. Just be open to it. It's true. It's very much true. So we got a bunch of questions submitted that people wanted to know about mediumship. And I'd like to answer some of these questions right now, if, if you're game, Andrea, if you're open to it. So the first question is, can anyone learn to be a medium? Yes. I think anyone can be a medium with intention, right? Some training for themselves, not necessarily in my experience, my perception, the art of mediumship may not be for everyone. <laughs> that and, and when you say the art of mediumship, you mean reading for other people. So, yes. so you believe, and I do too, that everyone can connect with their crossover. I do. Ones, I 100% do. or their guides or their angels or whomever. Yes. 
but not everyone is meant to be a reader for someone else. Cause that really does take another level of, you have to understand grief. You have to be able to hold sacred space for someone and nurture people. And there's like a more than just bringing the spirit through, you know, right. but, but I think everyone can be a medium enough to connect for themselves and their own, their own people. I agree. Sure. What do you do if you have a persistent loved one wanting to get your attention, right? How would you tune that out? I have really good boundaries. Yeah. Cause some people aren't comfortable. You know, I do know people who say, I don't want to know anything about, I don't like, I don't want spirit mm -hmm. touching me. I don't want spirit showing up. I just say, no, thank you. You're in charge of your energy. You're in charge of it right They're They're coming in, but you're in charge. So if you don't want something, you say, no, thank you. And, and spirit should respect that. But I also think grounding, clearing, and filtering, you're going to hear us say that over and over again, grounding, clearing, filtering are key to having really good boundaries. You know, I, you do not need to be in the grocery store talking to dead people. <laughs> you no, just don't. There's a time and a place, you, you know, um, there's a time and a place. So if I have someone who's really persistent, I make sure my I'm grounded, I'm cleared and my filters are really strong. And I, I don't ask, I tell them to leave, tell them. Yeah. I tell them. And if they're not, if they're real persistent, then I call in my guides or Archangel Michael and they're removed and it has never failed me. Now I agree. Michael I agree will escort yeah. you out through that door. Faster Michael than takes you care can. of everything. Yeah. <laughs> my go-to. Okay. How do you know who belongs to who, when you're reading for a group? That was the other question. Another question we had, like, how do you know which crossover loved one belongs to whom? when you're reading for a group. Okay. I'm going to answer this differently than Jessica would actually. So most of the time, if I'm reading person to spirit, now the whole mediumship world just went upside down when I said that. Okay. Because mediums work spirit to person. But if I'm in with spirit and I'm I either know who the person is that the, the spirit is for because I can feel it or I know it or I'm looking at the sitter and then I, the spirit is there. So listen, spirits control, that sounds confusing. Spirit is controlling it and bringing my attention to the person that they are there for. Well, you're, you work with claircognizance, which is the knowing. And sometimes putting words on knowing is really hard, but, it's, yeah. but if you're a knower, you'll know what she means. It's like this pull or this tug or that you just find yourself knowing that this spirit is for that person, for that person it's, it's knowing, and you can't explain it. And spirits taking care of that. Right. Spirits, sometimes I'll feel a tug, right. And my body will turn or shift towards the area that they're in. Right. So I'll know that, that this person is for someone in this area, right. In yes. this room, if I'm reading for a, a room or, or on zoom, when I have all those awesome little boxes, I'll just like find my hand being pulled, my eyesight being pulled to one to section, someone, to one section, knowing it's, it's coming over there. Right. And then as you bring information through, it becomes very clear who it's for, so, you know, Jessica, I would say for a second. So if we are doing a group reading or a platform as they're often called for larger people, you know, larger number of people, mm -hmm. we are bringing in the spirit and the evidence and not necessarily knowing for whom this person is. No, right? they'll come in, but I always get that directional there's someone here, you know, the direction, but maybe not the specific person. Right. And it's right. over, it's, it's coming over from here. Right. And then I turn and I start having a conversation with that group, that part right. of the group, that part you of the know. group. So it's not yeah. necessarily the exact person. No, if you're in a large group, but it's the section where the that section person is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 And someone says also, how do you 
this ties into this question is how do you tell the difference between loved ones, ancestors, angels, guides, et cetera? Like, how do you know it's a crossed over loved one? They just feel so different. They feel, I was going to say they feel different. <laughs> and yeah. they actually come in into different energetic spaces. Then, you know, if, if the gang's all here and, and I've got guides and angels and loved ones and they're all coming in, which is rare. They usually have the, you know, but if it, if it does happen where they're all coming in at once, I, I they come in directionally for me. So I'm like, okay, I know that I'm feeling a pressure on my left upper hand side. My, my attention is being drawn up into the left. That's someone's spirit guides. Right. Mm -hmm. And if a loved one comes in while I'm talking to spirit guides for me, they come over my right hand shoulder up behind me and then come around front, front and center. Like there's very, because I'm an empath, I think sometimes my clear sentience really fills in the blanks, you know? Right. So, you know, same with like, I don't know. They just feel differently. Angels and ascended masters are huge energies. They're just going to, you just know that it's not a crossover loved one. Right. The frequency. <laughs> and that's all I can say, right. Is the frequency, the energy, the vibration is very high. Yeah. When you're working, it's different than with a, you know, with a crossover loved one because mm -hmm. they were their souls now. Yes. But they're not necessarily, they're not an angel and they're not an ascended master. Yep. I agree. Let's do one more one question. More. And this is really important. And I, I don't know that I have an answer for this. So how do you get over the fear of connecting to the other side? Oh, that's big. So you know what? I think are, I, mean, I would ask a question of the question. Are you connecting to the other side for yourself by yourself? Mm -hmm. Or are you doing it with a medium who's mm -hmm. helping you with that process? And what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of what you're going to find out? Are you afraid of? the energy and how you'll feel when the energy comes through, you know, I think there's so many different aspects. A lot of times fear comes up from just the unknown. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. If I connect with grandma, is grandma going to follow me around to the end of days now? Like, yes. you know, like no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> the Grandma's short answer is no, no. But, but, you know, I think you've got to figure out like, why am I afraid? Am I afraid for connecting with myself or am I afraid of giving that over to someone else? Are like, you I afraid think you're so doing many... something wrong, right? Like maybe it's something you bring forward with you, um, from your, from your upbringing, upbringing, you know, or your culture. And I think, so I think there isn't one answer to that. How do you get over the fear? You sit with the fear and you figure out where it's coming from first. That's the first mm -hmm. step. What is my fear? What is my, what really is my fear? Where does this fear come from? And what do I believe to be true about this fear? And, you know, also for a lot of people that I have met, the fear is, you know, if you're opening up to spirit, they're like, well, what, what slash who is going to come through? I don't feel safe in that. Mm -hmm. You are working in spirit, right? You are in the light. You are protected. Yes. You are in a space of love. And, and you're following that love. You're following the, the love, right? Mm -hmm. You're always following the love when you're doing mediumship. That's, that's really important. So I think these are some great questions and we and did. I know I there's like more, we, there was more, and these are just the tip of the iceberg. So we'd yeah. love to hear your questions. What have you always wanted to know about mediumship? And it doesn't just have to be crossed over loved ones. It can be spirit guides or angels or whatever. What do you want to know? What are your questions? What are your experiences with it? You know, did we say anything today that, that doesn't like that you didn't know, or have you've had a different experience with, we'd love to hear your story. So email us and submit your questions, submit your stories at adventures with spirit podcast at gmail.com. 
and we will, we'll have a whole nother, you know, Q and a episode where we can dive yeah, more deeply will. into this, you know, but we want to know what you want to, what do you want to know about mediumship? What are your burning questions? <laughs> Cause we right. have a lot of episodes planned with oh a lot of information on this. Yeah. And we're going to so, be bringing different mediums in as well to tell about their experience, right. right? Cause we can only speak from what we know, but there's so much more out there. So we hope that you have a wonderful day and that you have a beautiful adventure with spirit. Take care. Thanks for being a part of today's adventure with spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Visit our websites at andreaneville.vision and jessicapashke.com to book an appointment, check out our classes, and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Here's to being adventurous.